Uh, I've already mentioned the Isur of Gnivatat earlier. That is to say, to steal someone's uh, uh, intelligence or opinion or, or knowledge. I'm not trying to translate that, Gnivatat. Uh, the example I gave at the time was that you can't walk into a shop and pretend you're going to buy something if you haven't any attention at all whatsoever. Because then you're going to have the doubt of the uh, the seller. He thinks you're going to buy something. You're not going to buy it. You have, you have no attention. You should say, I'm looking, prices but not plan, planning to buy right now. Uh, I just want to mention that the prohibition of Yisur Gniv Agdat, as a machlok is shown us when a minotaur or not. Some people learn it from Lotignovu. The general prohibition to steal includes everything, whether it's land or money or, or even someone's dat. Some of Shonim say no, it's only referring to tangible objects, but not to Gniv Agdat. But and then say maybe not be Nisudoraita, it might be Sidorabanan, but presumably I think everybody would say it comes under Vavtalaracha Kamocha. Uh, I just want to give some more examples which are very, um, uh, I think, common regarding Gnivatat. I'm not even talking about politicians who promise things and never intend to do that. Most of us aren't politicians. But I spoke about going into shop. What about shopkeepers? Right? When a shopkeeper it, it says this particular product is worth a lot of money, and it is worth a lot of money, but he's saying he's making it up more than it is. Even if he's not lying about the price, that's worth the worth. But if he's making it more than it is, that's Gnivatat. Right? How many times have we walked into shops? And you want to buy something. You want to, you want to buy, buy an article of clothing. And the shopkeeper says, oh, it looks great on you. And now you always have to think, are they, does, it really, does, it, does it really look great on us? Or is the shopkeeper saying that because they want to sell? But if, that's, if their intention is to sell without, and they're just saying that it looks good on you, or, then that's Gnevadad on their part. Uh, that's, that's, that's obviously wrong. Um, a, a more common possibly, uh, possible example might be invita- inviting for meals. Uh, what happens if someone rocks up to your house and uh, you weren't planning for him to stay for dinner, but he's coming close to dinner. Now, what happens if you feel that, oh, it's close to dinner, I should invite him, but I really want to invite him. So you, what do you do right now? You Maybe you don't uh, like the person that much, or maybe you like him, but you don't really want to share your food, or or, or, or you don't want to have to clean up after it, but it, it's, it's uncomfortable because he just walked in just for dinner. He knows you're about to sit down to dinner. What do you do? So the best thing is, First of all, then if you really don't want to invite him for dinner, don't invite him for dinner. Don't say that you, because if you invite him for dinner and he stays and you didn't really want him, that's Gnevadat. Because what you're saying and what you really think is two separate things. Don't invite him for dinner if you don't want him to stay. Uh, so one option is not to invite the person for dinner and then you're, you're, you're not lying, you're just being real. The other option is, of course, to invite him for dinner, but then you really want him. You have to get over it. You really, really want him to stay for dinner. Um, I, I think another more common thing about meals in general is what happens, you know, I think, I think it's happened to all of us. What happens when you, want to, you invite someone and you know the person's going to say no? He's got a doctor's appointment. He's running. He just came for a minute. I don't know. He doesn't trust your cautious. No, maybe that's not so common. You know, but you, you're, 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 you're inviting someone and you know for sure that person is going to refuse. So that, that that could be an element of Gnevatat because it's a fictitious invitation. You know it's not going to happen, so you just want to look good to that person. You want to impress that person. You really care. Uh, so obviously, there's. I, I said. I said. I said this in a in a general statement, uh, clearly, that uh, there could that you have to each case you have to you have to uh, examine and think about it on your own. For instance, if you know the person is not going to stay, but you really like that person and you really would be happy to stand for that person to stay, and if you would say yes, you'd be the overjoyed, even if you know that he's not going to stay in that type of situation. That's not nevadad because you really want him to stay. The fact that you know he can't stay doesn't take away from the fact that you want him to stay. And 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 that's in that type of situation, it really isn't going to be about that. But as I said, if you're insisting the person to eat, and you know he's going to leave, that he can't stay, 
and you know, and, and, and you don't really want him to stay because, you know, you're not so close to him or whatever it is, then that is definitely a prohibition of Gnei Vadat. I just want to mention very briefly that the Gnei Vadat is not just from a Jew, it's also from a non-Jew as well. Um, there's a story in the Gemara in Masechet Chulin that uh, Shmuel had told his, uh, his, his Shamish, his, uh, his, his servant, to go give a gift to a non-Jew who had transported him across the river. So his servant, the Shamish, gave the non-Jew as a gift a uh, tray f- chicken. And, but he told the non-Jew that it's a kosher chicken because he thought the non-Jew would appreciate it even more. Because they think, oh, the Jews gave him a kosher chicken that they could have eaten themselves and they gave it to him as a present. Oh, that's so chashiv. And, uh, and, and that's why he did it. But the, the, at the end of the day, a non-Jew doesn't really, for him, it doesn't make a difference whether it's a kosher or a non-kosher chicken, Right. And, uh, and and so it doesn't really make a difference. But the very fact that he that it was a, that that was that it was a, a trave chicken, and he told him that it's a kosher chicken, so that's Gneva's dad because they, they, the the non-Jew thought it's worth more value uh, to the to the Jew, and maybe even he appreciates that on kosher shchita. Maybe it's a better uh, product. I don't know. When Shmuel heard about it, he was very upset. And this is not just a a nice thing to do. in this is mamish adin. It's all, this is mamish iser gomer. Not to be going to from a Jew and not to be going going to from a non-Jew. I don't know if you guys have uh, ever seen a situation where uh, a Jew and a non-Jew are talking, and the non and the Jewish person says things which are not nice in Hebrew, assuming the non-Jew is not going to understand it. And even if the non-Jew doesn't understand it, non-Jew might think you're saying nice things. Maybe you're cursing him. That's forbidden. That's mamish gnevastas, and that the forbidden is also even to a non-Jew.